Life's like a box of chocolates. Here in Shepherd, little spatulas, wooden spoons. It's a shepherd. He might make history. Some people would disagree. Oh, it's Chef Tales. Woo! Kitchens can be scary. Yo, we could slip on some dairy. Oh no, there goes Mary Berry. Oh, it's Chef Tales. Woo! These are genuine real tales. None of them include the eight gas mail. They are all Chef Tales. Ooh, Chef Tales. Woo! Every day he's making jet tails. Woo! Hello. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to the Chef Tales podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Boy, Bombhead, Matthew John, Philip Jones, MJ, PJ, son, father, chef, caterer, podcaster. Here with another episode to keep you all entertained, I hope. It's not long now until we are on holiday. We go to Menorca. We're all very excited, the kids especially. Our holiday falls on the Queen's Jubilee. I might have mentioned that one before. Big problem. Oh, not any fucking more, you cunts. After hearing what happened at the golf club, quite rightly, friends and family have said what arseholes they are for doing what they did. <clears throat> I'll just clarify that we're not perfect. Nothing in this world is, but... Yes, I 100% agree with all of you. Charlotte always said that I'd end up telling somebody to get fucked or laying one of them out there, which was most probably true. I think that if we did cancel the holiday and they ended up still doing that, I think that if we did cancel the holiday and then they still ended up doing that after COVID, 100% I would have went for that cunt. They knew that they couldn't make us cancel the holiday, but they put the idea into our heads. It was never going to happen, though. Not a chance. I bet that, commu- I bet that the communication at the place is still diabolical. I'd say that they got rid of one of the bar staff as they were telling us that they were going to get rid of her, and the other little lazy cow that was in my song, well... Her family are members there, so they wouldn't have the balls to do that. Not a chance. I'd say that Two-Face has finally got her promotion. She is now head arse liquor. I wouldn't say that we were the best caterers there they've, they've ever had, as that's not really for me to say. But we were definitely the only award-winning ones, one that they had. Even with paying us off to fuck off early there and then basically that's what they did with the uh, the manager so it doesn't disguise the fact of how they went about it anyway now they've swiftly moved on to a guy who's basically starting out as a caterer as he has two pages on his website and nothing shows up on Google mm, makes sense right total lack of respect for us from them but that's obviously how they do things. Badly, and they'll keep on doing it badly. No doubt, the big players of the club were told that what was going on in regards to giving us the elbow. 
The lady captain, for example, didn't even bother coming up to us when we were clearing out our stuff. Not that I'm bothered. She's one of the ones that quibbled over the price of £10 for two courses for matches. Ten fucking pounds. Unreal. The best one, though, was trying to get a discount on a coffee and a jack of potato. But that just sums it up, really. I couldn't do a curry for quiz nights, as none of them would go for it. That's no joke. How fucking boring, eh? They live in the past, and I'm afraid we live in the, we live in the present and future. Prices go up. It's as simple as that. I was informed, and I quote, that the kitchen was in a terrible state when I came back and we were laid off from COVID and that they could have been shut down because of it. I laughed in the cunt's face when he said that and dismissed that load of bollocks that had come from his mouth. The football club that I had worked at, their kitchen was a state when they had out, when they had two, eight, out, two out of date gammon joints in their fridge and they received a zero high hygiene rating amongst other things a dodgy vat pack machine that didn't work that's that is a state my friend how they got away with um, that not being in the papers though I don't know I'd also like to add to that that I wasn't working at the time I had a day off I'm only joking it happened well after I um, left there back in October the new male and female captains took the reins and their vice captains at the club. The male captain, a lovely genuine guy we couldn't speak more highly of. His vice captain though, a right arsehole, a right shady character. Once they had been appointed, they and the committee have their say on what goes on basically at that club. The captain even admitted to me about making a mistake, making this prick, making this prick his vice captain. One of the first things that he did, his vice-captain, was get rid of the manager the day that he came back from holiday. The manager wasn't well-liked. We personally got on really well with him. Now they've appointed... Now, bear in mind, they appointed that manager knowing full well he had a criminal record. Assault from 15-odd years ago. Still a criminal record, nevertheless. Obviously, the vice-captain got them to change their minds about it. He was probably had the same, he had something to do with when they got rid of us on that day and we came back from COVID as well. The perfect opportunity, we're off of COVID, we cannot provide any cover. Boom, shaka, laka, laka, rubbing their hands together. We've got them. Charlotte called it, of course. And yes, Scott, mate, she is a smart cookie. She could see them doing something like that a mile off, even before we had COVID. She had their number. In fairness, though, it has done us a favour. And it is, like I said, it's exploited them for what they are. And now we can concentrate on people paying good money for my food instead of the amount that I was being questioned for every single time there for literally, from literally the very first day. They never got to see my true potential. They, the President's Night, is really only when 50-odd golfers also got to see it, what I can actually do. They expected to pay £25 for three courses for it and for it to be top-notch. <laughs> I put my foot down and said, how many you start at 35 quid for three courses? Of course, I didn't get that much, but 
they're tired as fuck. Not all of them, but anyway. I'll leave you with the latest review that I found online about that place. If you want to join an entitled, arrogant, misogynistic boys club that represents all that is wrong with this country, join this golf club. On two occasions, when I've been walking my dog, in brackets, on a lead, on the path through the golf club, I have met two men in their 60s with dogs off leads approaching my dog, causing him to bark. When I mentioned to them that there are no notices at both ends of the path stating that dogs should be on leads, I received the following replies. I am a member. I can do what I like. I am a member. The rules do not apply to me. It is attitudes like this that has ruined the country for successful generations. These male members are a disgrace to society. Next time it happens, I will put my comments in local paper with photographs so they can be named and shamed. <coughs> Golf club, sort this arrogant, entitled attitude out. Now it's time for Matt Rants. Matt Rants. Matt Rants. Matt Rants. I'll quickly start off with the fact I'm glad that Charlotte is finally on my side when the indoors act the way they do sometimes, like fucking children. Although it would upset her if she knew what I've mentioned on this podcast. I can understand that she didn't like it when I'd moan about them when they were part of the company. It is her parents after all. They would moan about me. She would defend them. And she would always be stuck in the middle. And in some ways, it's a bit still, well, it's still like that. I didn't speak much to the father-in-law for ages when we first arrived at the golf club as he upset Charlotte so much with his negative fucking attitude. I had had enough of this Bullshit put-downs. Nowadays, we're more so together in the way that we think about stuff for the company. I've mentioned something about tables in the previous episode. Devon, get the tables! Sorry, that's a wrestling reference. You'd think that the in-laws would be happy to get the space back in the carriage. But no! They... Now they do generally want some money for those tables. Even though they're a present and even though they know the position that we're in. As the, the unit we are moving into is being turned into a kitchen. So there's no extraction, flooring, wiring. And that, of course, will take time and money to sort out. Maybe a month, maybe a little bit longer. Hopefully not much longer. That's my estimate. And yet, they need a dollar, a dollar, a dollar is what they need. Yeah, yeah. 100%, I don't get their thinking process behind it. And how they cannot think that it would upset us, or just clearly, or it's just clearly they don't give a fuck. The tables have been sat in the garage for a year or so. We're thinking of selling the tables, they said to Charlotte around about that, around about a year ago. 
No, please don't, Charlotte replied. Ugh, it just fucks me off. Hence why I don't mention this shit when I'm around. As I know that I would say, hang on a minute. She's your daughter. I'm your son-in-law. You're acting like a pair of dicks. What are you expecting to achieve in doing this? Oh, leave it alone, Matt, for fuck's sake. Before you say something you, you regret. Oh, actually, I've just had a thought. Now, seeing as these fucking tables are a present, why not say, here you go, guys. We were just, like, having a laugh about the tables. Yeah, as that was fucking ridiculous. So, you had them as, you know, free as a moving in present. Yeah, right, Matt. What fucking joke that is. Working with the in-laws, in my opinion, was a, a big mistake and never going to work, and I know I've mentioned that. Especially when Dave drops a line, you'll never make a living out of doing this. Thanks for that, Dave. That'll stick with me as long as I love to prove people wrong. I think I might have mentioned that one as well. Now, on to my original rant. Before I got sidetracked about fucking tables again. I'm now five weeks into my new part-time job as a breakfast chef at a hotel. And guess what? I've already lost my shit at someone. Really? Yeah, really. To be fair though, the guy who I lost it at is a complete prick. He probably thinks the same about me, but I don't give a fuck. My nickname for this toss pot is the Big Boss Man. That reason is pretty simple. He thinks that he's the boss. Telling me that I kill fried eggs and how I should actually cook them was the final straw for me. That spark was lit and it went off. The point where he said, man, you, you killed the eggs. I initially laughed at it like I did the time before. But then came his advice and, well, we all know where this is going. And fuck it, all bets are off now, bitch. You really should think before you speak, you know that. <clears throat> to then add something like, 25 plus years as a professional, I'll cook the food, mate. You just serve it. I'll cook, you serve. As Luke, my brother, um, as I told him, um, mentioned, I should really take my own advice after I told him this. I added to this to Big Boss Man, don't dare try to tell me how to cook. Just do your job and serve the food. I'll cook, you serve. No effing and no blinding. He soon shut his mouth. I don't like confrontation, honestly. When people get me to the point of no return. I first thought that I was going to flip out. Did you like what I did done, I done there? Flip out? Oh, oh, never mind. The first day when I worked for the big boss man. But I was a good boy and I controlled myself. That was on my dad's 27th anniversary when we said our goodbyes to him. This guy's not English, but he speaks it pretty well. Too well, if you ask me. He's not tall either, so he has little man syndrome. I thought, this guy obviously thinks that he's the boss. Can can you can you not do it like can you do it like this? Can you cut it like that? That kind of BS was being said to me by him, and I thought, okay, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But in my head, I had him worked out already. Still, he doesn't know me. I don't know him, and he doesn't know what's going on in regards to the, the day, etc. <clears throat> the following day, 
I asked the, ser the other server if she had met this guy. She wasn't sure who I meant. Who's that? The small guy, as I made a point of how tall he actually is. Not very tall. Oh, he's my husband. He doesn't care. He's a bit bossy. Phew, I was just about to tell her he's a right little cunt, isn't he? Thankfully, I went the right way about it. A little bit bossy. That's an understatement, love. Bear in mind, I'd been working there two weeks prior to meeting this, this little dick. I thought, he's going to piss me off sooner rather than later. Sure enough, the following week he did. The pussy com immediately complained to the manager about me. What's going on, chef? I said, well, if he stops telling me what to do and actually thinks before he speaks, then we wouldn't have a problem. That's fair enough, chef. I know it is. I spoke to the night porter about it the, night, the morning after. His face lit up as I told him, as he had had a similar issue with the big boss man, telling him how he should do things, and he almost lost it at him. I'm glad I'm not the only one now. So whenever big boss man asks me, ask him to do something, he just acts dumb. I don't know. I don't think I'll have that problem with him now, but... I might take a leaf out of his book. <clears throat> I was asked by the restaurant manager what I could do for a special breakfast for one of the hotel guests, hotel guests that morning. Chef's finest toast was the, was the first idea. I said, it's not like I can do something like smoked salmon, scrambled eggs or eggs benedicts. Sorry, but fuck making holidays for one person. And plus I didn't have any smoked salmon. Oh, I've got it. I could spell happy birthday with baked beans, have a sausage and, a, and two tomatoes. The manager pissed herself. She liked that one. Still got my humour, I suppose. I saw an old drinking buddy of mine the other day. One that I've mentioned many times in pissed up stories. He was in the area and we had a catch up and chatted about old times. I quickly pointed out that I'm well past the stage of getting hammered and staying out till God knows what time in the morning. Just can't do it anymore. Going out and have a couple of drinks, like we did, sure. We had organised to have a game of snooker the following week. Well, that was until we, I was stood up again. Not happy by that, but, you know, it's fine. It just means that I'm not being taken for a mug anymore. I'm not making the effort from now on. Like, uh, before I had my gym, I had a gym buddy. A few years ago, we'd, you know... Have gym sessions together, play some snooker, hang out, you know, all the time. He lived literally around the corner for me. That was until the point he dropped me like a hot bag of shit. No explanation, nothing. And that just seals it for me. I've made the effort many times before, because that's how I am, that's what I'm like. I'll be there for anybody who needed me, and I have been on many occasions. But when it's not reciprocated, something has to change, and it has. Speaking of snooker, the Rocket Ronnie O'Sullivan on his seventh title, equaling Stephen Hendry's record, which has been held for 23 years. It was a nervy end as Trump looked to be fighting back, but the Rocket dug deep. He must, he, he makes it look fucking easy, but yeah, like he's putting in minimum effort. I've, um, I've had muffled sound in my left ear for a while now. And being the stubborn fuck that I am, I wouldn't book a doctor's appointment. Until now, that is. <clears throat> Pardon what? 
I've had an ear, inf- I've had ear infections and a burst eardrum. Not entirely sure if it's that particular ear or not. The nurse was rude, nevertheless. Um, so what's the problem? I said, well, I can't be hearing this. And, uh, first of all, I thought they would usually like you know relay the message of why I've booked an appointment, but no. Well, I've had yeah, you know, I can't really hear in my left ear as well as my right. And this is an emergency. I thought, well, it, I wasn't told um, there were emergency appointments, but okay. Um, uh, yeah, so um, how long has it been like that? Oh, it's been like that for a while, abruptly. How long's a while? A week? A day? A month? Uh, a few months. Yeah, I couldn't pinpoint exactly when it happened. But she had a look in my my goggles and... Um, it's full of wax. Good old olive oil drops should hopefully do the job. So a couple of weeks' time, I'll go back there. And then they can, if it's cleared, hopefully, then they can tell me if I've, I've got a problem with my hearing or not. James Corden is tipped to take over Gary Lineker as match of the day presenter. I hope not. I don't dislike him. But there was a point where he was on fucking everywhere. TV, film... Oh, I don't know, but radio. I mean, I would prefer him over Jermaine Genus any day because I can't stand that prick. Who the fuck is Jermaine Genus? Jermaine Genus is what I meant. It's always worked out better, I think, when it's been just us two. When in the company, loving every minute, and guess what? No bloody fucker to answer to. Nobody to put down on things when times get really tough. What would actually, what I would have actually said is this: Let's knuckle down and work hard. Hopefully, that should be enough. That's all you can do to see you through. Things are much easier as it's just us two. She gets done a lot quicker now that it's just us two. I'm not having arguments over this shit and that. We're able to do what we want and that suits me perfectly, that's a fact. We're stronger now, more than ever, seeing as it's just us two. The feeling of nothing can touch us as we're held together with glue. There's no more fussing and fighting over about who's going to work with who. Now that it's just us two. Or like when I bought something on Amazon, they kicked off and they claimed to have no clue. That shit drove me absolutely nuts. And all I really wanted to do was cuss. I let it out, the anger eating away me from inside. Instead though, I just bite my lip, nod my head like the Churchill Bulldog and not say shit. Saying shit like we wouldn't, saying shit like we couldn't do a function whilst we were sort of on holiday. What the fuck? Come on, seriously? I like, fuck, we're not. I was already getting back to inquiries the second that they sat their ass down on the seat of that plane. Just thinking about it, it was fucking mental, ridiculous, insane. The business we are making a live out of, so sorry, I have to say, here's the middle finger and the fuck you. Proving people wrong, you should know by now, it's what I fucking do. It works so much better now that it's just the two of us. With all the shit that we've been through, this is what it boils down to. The lessons we have all learned, well, okay, that's not entirely true. We feel that we have but as for you we feel that we have been burned but 
it's all good, don't you worry. The pettiness, we've been used to it for a long old while. I'm just glad that we can push for more goals now and hopefully do it in some style. We'll never deprive you of seeing your grandkids as we could never stoop that low. All we ever wanted was some support. Let's start trying to get blood out of a fucking stone. Why is it so hard for you to praise and where it's due? I'm your son-in-law, cheesy daughter. For Christ's sake, you fucking too. Often to have the kids for a sleepover to make it a bit easier for us. It would really make a difference. A massive fucking plus. There's no chance of that ever happening now. And so, as always, it's down to us. The kids are bored when they come over yours. Why am I not surprised? When you ever do anything with them, just watch TV. You must break the little hearts inside. This has been the Chef Tales Podcast. Many boy, bombhead, MJPJ, Matthew John, Philip Jones. Signing off for another episode of the Chef Tales Podcast. Stay safe. Take care. Peace. Life is like a box of chocolates. Here the chef bird. Ladles, spoons, wooden spoons. It's a chef blur. He might make history. Some people would disagree. Chef tails, woohoo! Kitchens can be scary. You could slip on some dairy. Oh look, there goes Mary Berry. Chef tails, woohoo! These are genuine real tales. None of them include a Gareth Bale. They are ooh, chef tails, woohoo! Every day he's making real chef tails, woohoo!